Welcome to the Trail of the Intruder, a campaign for Fantasy Age set in the universe of Viteoth, a healing world of elements, magic, and the battle between love and hate. This episode is a prologue to help you get acquainted with one of our heroes. Today we'll be meeting... Sunshine. Uh, I am Molly, and I will be playing uh, the Wonder Outsider Warrior, Sunshine. Uh, the strongest and dumbest uh, orphan in the not-at-all-a-rip-off-of-Oliver-Twist uh, pack. Absolutely not. Wizonga's Confectionaries. No copyright infringed. <laughs> just take Wizonga like that. <laughs> Jessica's here, too. I'm here, too. You can't just take Wizonga like that. I didn't take it. I, you know, I just It was a reference. I guess that is appropriate, because Wizonga's whole thing. Anything else you'd like to share about Sunshine? Uh, Sunshine is, uh, on the surface, uh, the hardest of hard women, uh, but in her heart of hearts, a big squishy wuss. Especially for her quote-unquote loyal companion, uh, the Trash Griffin Bandit. You will become acquainted with Bandit hopefully very soon. Alright, if that is everything for now, then we'll see, we'll get to see Sunshine in action here in a moment. We hope you enjoy. strong with this one. <laughs> Alright. Whap! You knock the punk with his hand in your pocket to the ground. When he gets off his face off the cobblestones, he scrambles to see if he at least grabbed anything, but he only sees his hands are empty and his nose is bleeding. He looks up at you and smiles as if to say, I got you, sucker. Hey! The fuck you doing to Klaus? The human's friends, a dog folk, and another human rush over to lift him off the ground. He never breaks eye contact. He obviously intended to win this encounter whether he got something from your pocket or not. The tactic is this tactic is often called Snatcher Slam. Now that you have been attacked by a gang now you have attacked a gang member, their buddies need to reclaim that honor they have lost. And potentially claim a little extra honor from your defeat. As they all look at you, they notice you notice they all have silver eyeshadow. They must be of the Silver Eyes gang. You're gonna regret that! Get her! The dog folk shouts. They all rush you. Roll Dexterity Initiative. Okay. Uh, Dex 2, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, that is... Uh, 11 on the die, so 13. All right. Roll once for these guys. 
is. Eight. Twelve. I got a fourteen. What was your total? Thirteen. Let's see. So that means sunshine. You will go after the bandits have gone. Alright. I need some of you guys on my combat manager here. Okay. <coughs> We're gonna be sticking this within the theater of the mind since it's pretty much just an empty an empty uh, empty street insofar as you are on a street with three tufts uh, and, and a slowly gathering crowd of folks who are excited to see a brawl breakout in the street. So, uh, the uh, human friend uh, is going to uh, rush you, let's see, rush you with a fist. This'll learn ya! Ooh, not a start on the being moved. Uh, that is an 11 to hit you. Uh, an 11 will miss. Alright. It's a whiff. Okay. Next one uh, is going to uh, put up his dukes. The dog folk puts it in their dukes, performs the guard up action uh, to increase the defense by one by taking a minus one to all their other chest tests. Uh, and then he'll rush you. Okay. With a low growl. Let's see, the minus one on the attack roll is offset by the plus one to charge. That is 11, 12. Ooh, that is a 15 to punch. That'll hit. He punches. Let's see. He only connects for three damage. Uh, which will bounce off my armor. <laughs> You can see that they also have some armor. It's pretty shabby. Alright. Uh, the one who tried to get his hands in your pocket uh, is gonna make you regret the day that you attacked the Silver Eyes. Let's see. Now that there are... Let's see. I just forgot. Uh, since they are technically outnumbering you, uh, they can hedge you in and get some bonuses on attack rolls. So even that not-so-great roll is still a 14 to hit. Which will hit. Uh, he got two stunt points, which he is going to spend on taunting you. So he makes a communication deception test versus your willpower self-discipline. Okay. Right, they have a communication of minus one. <coughs> All right. Willpower is a two. So is it a post test? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I got a fourteen total. He got a ten. Uh, so his comment about his uh, comment about your hairstyle doesn't really go very far. You don't lose your cool. Alright. Uh, they all went, so now it's your turn. Alright. So basically, uh, she will sort of crack her, crack her knuckles. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You boys picked the wrong mark tonight. And I will uh, go ahead and take a swing at <clears throat> the one who taunted me. Sounds good.
That is a 14 to hit. Uh, I believe that is a connect. But no stunt points. And then, so, uh, with the, the gauntlets... Uh, which tastefully have sweet dreams painted on the front. Uh, so that's going to be eight damage. Alright. A nice heavy hit. His armor absorbs a bit of that, but not much. Uh, he's not looking so super hot. Uh, they're still hoping that they can overwhelm me with their numbers. So, uh, all three, so, uh, the human gal is going to try and head, get you hedged in. Uh, and she goes low. She's going to take an action to aim, uh, and then go low. Mm. She got a 19 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. <laughs> For three damage. Bounces off the armor again. Not doing good. She thought she had you. But you have decent armor. Uh, ooh, dog folk. It's mm. gotta be the decorative spikes. <coughs> Make you 10% tougher and look 20% cooler. Oof. <laughs> that is 12, 16, another 19 to hit. He how Um... The dog folk is still on to 17 instead with the with the guard up. He is going. He got stun points though. So uh, since you are surrounded and can't can necessarily yeah. keep track of them all at the same time, he is going to. Uh, he is going to go for a mighty blow. He gets okay. a second to he gets a second to wind up. Uh, and he's also going to try and taunt you. Okay. We're the silver eyes. We see everything. Uh, let's see. That is three, five, six damage. Uh, so I will take two through armor then. Got a ten on his communication. I got reception. a fourteen. All right. You're still not shaking. You've heard better. Alright, uh, and the pickpocket is going to take another jab. 9, 12, you got a 16. Yeah. No stunt points. <laughs> and only does 3 damage. Whomp. It's another one thumps off the leathers. Mm -mm. They are trying their dangdest. Man, it's, you're, you're, just, you're just too thick. Dummy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be quiet. <laughs> Incidentally, it is your turn. <clears throat> so I will look at the one that taunted me and be like, "See this," and then I'm gonna punch the one I punched the first time. <laughs> it's called misdirection. <laughs> I love it. No stun points, but that's a 20 to hit. Ooh, that'll, that'll do it. That's uh, a whack. Four, eight more. Oof. Alright. Uh, eight more. Alright. Uh, she's not looking good. Uh, 
it is their turn. Uh, on her turn. Uh, she is kind of like, she's kind of like, like trying to put her nose back into position. Come on, guys, it's not worth it. Let's leave her. Uh, she is going to disengage and start to run uh, to a safe distance, but it looks like she's waiting for her comrades to follow. Let's see. Uh, the other two are like, no, 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 come on, we got it, we got this. Uh, the dog folk throws a solid punch. 11, 13. He's only getting plus one for outnumbering because there's only two folks now. 14. Uh, that's a 14 to hit you. Yeah, only looking for 12. He only got three damage, though. It's another thump off one of the thick sectional leathers. Come on, what is he made of? Alright. Uh... The pickpocket is going to try and uh, attack you without dealing damage just to push you down. Uh, so, he, you and him have to make an opposed strength might test. Alright. Uh, I do not have the might specialization, so... Alright. He did roll fairly well. Uh, I did not roll fairly well, so that is... A ten. Ten. Alright, he only has a 1 strength and no might focus, but he did get a 15, so he goes for a full body, like, like tackle and push, uh, which knocks you prone. Uh, it is your turn. You can still attack while prone. Or you can stand up as a minor. <coughs> I'll go ahead and stand up as a minor. Okay. Uh, and then sort of dust my shoulder off. Uh, and then Come I'll on, I set her up for you! And then, uh, be like, I'm glad to see that you decided you wanted a broken nose like your friends. Everybody will know that you're together. I appreciate that. I'm gonna punch him in the face. Alright. Uh. Still no stun points, but that's an 18 to hit. Jeez. That'll do it. Why are you rolling so hot without getting any stun points? I mean, I'm at a plus five to hit, so. That's, that's still pretty good, yeah. That's very good. So, seven damage. Seven damage. Okay. Oh! Ah! He now, uh... <laughs> uh, his bloody nose is now a broken nose. Alright. Uh, their turn comes around again. Uh, and the gal who broke off is still saying, Come on! Come on! It's not worth it! Let's go! Uh, the one whose nose you just broke, uh, only got an 8 plus, minus, plus a minus 1. He got a 7 on his mor on a willpower morale test. He loses his nerve. Uh, he just kind of shoots you like the two fingers, let's see, two finger, two, two yeah, eyes. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Uh, runs off holding his nose. Uh, the dog folk who was with them. Uh, looks like he could stay in the fight, but now that he's all alone and he's not been tagging you with anything, uh, you kind of hear a little whimper, and he backs up and rushes off with them. Uh, you hear <laughs> from passers-by uh, who are stopping their grocery shopping to, to watch, they give you a polite clap, uh, and they begin dispersing. As someone is, as some of them are walking away, 
I will basically like look at ones that aren't looking at me and be like, oh my god, did you hear? Silver Eyes can't even <coughs> take one unarmed, lonely, young girl. Silver Eyes. <laughs> Couple of folks since they are uh, spitting raspberries. <laughs> Silver Eyes. What do they think they're doing? Fancy taking, fancy taking on the big guns. Them some big guns she got. Uh, <clears throat> popping out of hiding uh, is a small human child, I believe. Yes. Uh, and uh, a pair of leathery wings, uh, let's say, flapping on his shoulder. Nice fight there, sunshine. That was good. You really gave him the old 5-4. You know what? No problem, Allie. This strange uh, combination of a, uh, what is it? it uh, a crow and a raccoon. A crow and a raccoon. A racro, if you will. Uh, gurgles from his shoulder. Uh, and it clumsily flaps over to it's over to your shoulder. Uh, and uh, Sunshine will do her best to pretend that she doesn't care, and then will stealthily <laughs> scratch him be behind his beak where he likes. <laughs> Grocery shopping is always more exciting when a brawl breaks out, especially when I don't have to help. Yeah, about to say, you might be less of that opinion if you had to do the brawling now and again. Hey, look, you got something off him. <clears throat> uh, he points to what looks like a little rolled scroll lying on the ground from where he fell. From where the pickpocket fell. Well, I suppose spoils war. And I will, you know, pick it up and take a look. All right. A little more magical sounding than <laughs> it really is. Um... But, uh, you find a, uh, a small scroll with a painted silver cat's eye. Uh, you lift it and open it, and it reads, Fellow Silver Eyes, we have great news for our future. Your loyalty is about to be rewarded. Come to this week's meeting place. We have much to share and prepare for. Placid Hollow won't know what hit it. Well, that Dang. sounds fairly ominous. That sounds really cool. You think we should, uh... Let's say, I think we should do something about it. It sounds like fun. Anyway, I, I mean, we can put the groceries back down, uh, and then go figure... Go do stuff. Bandit agrees with me. That's what that gurgling <laughs> sound is. <laughs> what exactly did you have in mind? You want to go fight the <laughs> whole gang, or...? No, I mean... It's, you know... We don't get to do stuff like this. All the gangs get to do all their gangy stuff, and then see, we're always the ones hiding in the den. And look, adventure fell out of his pocket. I mean, it's hard to argue with that level of knocking on your door. But remember, there's a reason we don't get involved in all that gang stuff. Yeah. We look out for each other. We're not worried about bits and goo-gaws that we can tear off of anybody running down the street. Yeah. We should put our cloaks back on. Uh, 
<coughs> fun little fact I actually came up with uh, a little while ago about your home, Placid mm. Hollow, uh, is that when you're walking around in public, everybody wears cloaks. Because then you can't pick anybody as an easy mark. Uh, the only way that you can really know what somebody might be is that you, that uh, big gangs and confident gangs usually put their insignia on their cloaks. Uh, the cloaks, and see, the three uh, punks who just left had cloaks with sil silver cat's eyes painted on them. Uh, and you haven't seen those eyes painted on anyone's cloaks uh, until last week. So they must be either... Con overly confident or justifiably confident. Well, let's get these <coughs> supplies back to the den and then we can talk about it. Okay. Uh, incidentally, how about this? Hmm. Alley Cat and Bandit join the party. And uh, here are their note cards. <laughs> Just in case you'll need them. Mini sheets. You now have a party of three. Uh, one rock row on your shoulder. Two and a, third. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> a 14-year- old human boy, I believe. Yeah. And then and a rock row on your shoulder. Class level trash beast. I love it. So you guys uh, hit the streets in your home of Placid Hollow, a den of scum and villainy. So you guys head back to the den uh, with the groceries that you your hard-won groceries now. Be amazed how often <coughs> that happens. Mm. Especially if you're walking around. Especially folks who walk around with big heavy sacks. That's something you always have to be careful about. Which is why Alley Cat wanted you to come along. Sunshine! You took a while. Everything alright? No, just the usual bit of trouble. Things right as rain. Fantastic. You uh, got the loop. By which I mean the food. Yeah. Allie's got it. I make him carry it now and again. Maybe put some muscle on him. Someday. Uh, uh, I am slain. Oh, woe is me. Builds character. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> What you got there, Allie? Ooh, I didn't say Allie's holding the note. It's adventure. I mean, it's nothing, Tiger. We are only well-behaved kids of the den, and we brought groceries, so you can't be mad at us. You know, if you weren't so good at talking around the other gang members, I'd say that you were looking for some permission right now. Alley Cat shoots you a couple. It just shoots you a couple of looks. <laughs> I will look past Alley Cat, 
look at Tiger, and just emphatically shake my head no. Allie, uh, I believe I've got some other uh, character building exercises here. Let's see here at the den. Why don't you stick around? Aw, oh, man. But Sunshine needs me. We're a duo. She's got the punchy punchy, I've got the thinky talky. <laughs> Tiger looks up at you again, looking and see, uh, wondering how, kind of wondering how you feel about this. <coughs> Exasperated sigh. You may as well just come along, I guess, because I know you're just going to sneak off after me even if I say no. Yep. <laughs> I can feel like I can be really honest with you guys. That's what family does. Well, as long as you stay careful and you know the little houses you can fall back into. In case things get any get rough. Anything gets hairy, I'll make sure he gets away. Uh, stay try to stay within a block of Meg's Meg's bar. She'll keep you safe. Fair enough. Now, uh, you gonna tell me about this little adventure yours? Uh, <clears throat> sounds like the Silver Eyes think they have a line on some big score. Silver Eyes, huh? Yeah. I ain't heard of them. I don't know them, but a couple of them tried to get rough with me this afternoon out in one of the alleyways. Oh, jeez. So, you know, they ain't exactly smart. Apparently not. Well, I'm sure you taught them a lesson or two. Nothing they won't recover from. No good. Fair enough. So, yeah, Allie's pretty desperate to go check it out. Figure nothing else. Put his mind to rest once he realizes it's some dumbass noble crawling into town in a couple days or something. That is pretty anticlimactic. No! He says, kind of withering on the floor. never tell if they're actually growing up around here. Uh, Tiger kind of like reaches down grabs Alley Cat by the scruff of his, of his shirt and puts him back on his feet. I like to think that they're all grown up in their own ways. It's just not necessarily the ways we'd pick out of a hat, but I suppose we all have our shining strengths there, Alley. Bing! That's the, for those of you at home, that's the sound of his teeth shining. He's missing a few. Well, I suppose when your little escapade's done, uh, I should have dinner ready. Awesome. Uh, he'll actually take the groceries and uh, <laughs> see. Look at him. Uh, uh, no Griffin steaks. Oh, shame. Dare to dream. Strive for the highest. <laughs> no, just to note, they're not actually made of griffin. That's what they're, just what they're, they're just what they're called. <laughs> Placid Hollow has a dark sense of humor. <laughs> Griffins are thinking creatures. So, <clears throat> you know the Silver Eye has a meeting going on soon, and if you aren't quick, you could miss it. Placid Hollow is not a small place, and with plenty of places to hide, it won't be easy finding the meeting place. It would be impossible for an outsider, but you two are locals. 
You can manage easy, right? You both don your heavy cloaks, a standard affair in Placid Hollow. In a place so ridden with violence, anarchy, and gang politics, traveling the streets is only really safe if no one can tell who or what you are. New newcomers often make their first mistake by refusing to buy a cloak at the docks, and pay for it with their money, their dignity, or even their lives in the worst cases. You are going to play it safe today. Alley Cat has a hand-drawn map of Placid Hollow that they've been working on for months, with X's marking hiding places for orphans and dotted lines to denote gang territory. Traveling through Placid Hollow's gang territories is dangerous without hired muscle or a lot of tribute, but there are a few neutral zones you can check first. <coughs> Sorry folks, getting over a little bit of illness myself. Which is why I do such a good tiger voice right now. <laughs> I say we check out the Goodnight Kiss. Alley Cat points uh, at a star on the map, dead center in neutral territory. The Goodnight Kiss is a tavern where fights are forbidden. A good place to hide from the violence of the contested streets. Kind of looks at you, uh, Steven Universe eyes, starry. Good a place as any, I suppose. Woo! Okay, you, uh, you go first. Gives you a little pat, <laughs> a little pat on the back of the thigh. Just follow quick on the wake. You got it, bandit. Come on. <laughs> flap, flap, flap. Uh, <clears throat> the Goodnight Kiss is a two-story tavern of dark wood. A number of tough-looking guards ask for everyone's business before they come in, remi reminding you that violence only gets you hurt here. Uh, and we got some music for it. Here we go. The inside is bustling mostly with out-of-towners. Gang members won't be caught sitting too close to their rivals, so they usually have the private rooms reserved at all times for the day uh, for a quick drink. Meg, a pale half-elf, takes orders and mixes drinks with unique speed and grace. A pair of very large mugs hang off her belt, made some made of some kind of sparkling metal rather than clay or wood. Uh, she seems busy at first, uh, so she doesn't notice you. I guess we'll try to find an open spot and blend in and just listen. Okay. Um, sometimes people, especially people getting big heads, are fool enough to talk things they shouldn't be talking. So. Mm hmm. Not a bad place to do it. So, uh, finding the silver eyes is going to be something that I stole from Modern Age because I love it. Uh, and it's called breaching. Basically, the, stat, the the system you would use for things like infiltrating a secure compound uh, or infiltrating a cult. Um, in this case, we are finding the Silver Eyes meeting. <coughs> uh, it's going to work as an advanced test uh, with a success threshold of 15, which is challenging, but not, but certainly not impossible. Uh, you can, in theory, roll anything that you think is appropriate for it, uh, but there are a couple of ability tests that you have to pass at least once in order to complete the, the, the breaching, in order to find the meeting. Okay. Uh, and there are uh, consequences for failure, uh, for certain numbers of failures. <coughs> <coughs> So, you guys take it easy in the bar for a little bit. 
Uh, and the required ability focuses for this will be communication deception, perception tracking, and strength intimidation. But uh, in order to make some headway on, to, in order to make any headway on it, if you can explain it to me and it sounds reasonable, then we can roll that. Just you have to make the between you, Bandit and Alley Cat, you guys have to make at least one communication deception, perception tracking, or strength in, and and strength intimidation test. Uh, so I guess basically I will uh, sort of put my head together with Alley and lay out like. You're probably better at this than I am, so I'm gonna let you try and figure out what we're gonna do, and I'll mm -hmm. be, you know, a big strong muscle behind it. Yeah. And Bandit will be our faithful companion. Right. You see Bandit's head kind of, uh, kind of, kind of like trailing to watch Meg uh, and uh, her employees carry food around. So, uh, uh, so I guess Alley Cat then is going to uh, give a shot at communication deception. I think that sounds reasonable. He's going to go around pretending that he's a server for a bit. <laughs> Meg has uh, hired you guys uh, just for a little bit of coin before. So it's not, it's not a total, total forever lie. Exactly. It's just omitting the truth. Grain of truth. Uh, not terrible. Uh, that is... Nine, he has the focus, so he will get a plus two on that roll. So with the focus, that is a 16. Ooh, nice. Alright. Uh, he does manage to come across some folks who have been hearing about Silver Eye movements. Um, this is coming from other gang members from the larger gangs who don't really see the Silver Eyes as anybody worth watching. Uh, but for professional reasons, let's say for honorable reasons, they keep eyes, they keep tabs on them. Uh, what was your spirit die result? Uh, it was a four. Okay. So you guys make some solid progress. No other direction. There we go. Okay. Uh, each test does is takes you about half an hour. Okay. Uh, <coughs> you're unsure exactly how much time you've got before the meeting comes. So hurry uh, Hurry in is the best. Correct. Um, so. Half an hour has passed. Uh, at that point, what was the other one? Perception... Perception tracking and strength intimidation. Okay. So, a communication deception test has been passed. Uh, you can have him continue to roll those, if you like, to keep making more progress uh, on the test. But, um, as long as a perception tracking and a strength intimidation test is passed at some point. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to have him do another round of communication deception. Okay. Uh, and then during that same time, I'm going to be, you know, playing the muscle. Okay. Um. Alley Cat's very good at getting himself in over his head. So, uh, occasionally you notice some folks who, uh, 
you notice some folks who notice that he is noticing what people are picking up. So you feel the you feel the urge to maybe go stand a little closer to him. For yeah, me. you know, no violence. I'm not bringing violence <coughs> into this place, but mm-hmm. they don't have to know that. Or at least let them know that once you guys leave the bar, he does in fact have protection. Yeah. Just do a little creative posing, like, oh, let me just grab this from the shelf off here, like, and totally not just show off my bicep and shoulder. Look at that shoulder separation. Did you know? Oh, what? Uh, So, the communication deception is in. 13? A 13 passes. Uh, But only a 1 on the die there. Okay. It looks like you got you rolled fives in the other two. Yes. Okay, so one stun point. I'm not sure what could be done with only one stun point in this case. I, I guess that would be explorations. Uh, technically, you can pull from any uh, exploration and role playing would probably be most appropriate here. Uh, the stay aware stunt from the combat stunts might work as well. <coughs> Yeah, I think we'll just give it a pass. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, <clears throat> give give Alley Cat credit for Bon Mott down the line. Nice. Uh, and then the strength intimidation. I don't have the focus for, but I do have a decent strength. So give it a shot. Uh, oof. Abysmal. Uh oh. A seven. A seven. All right. But, uh... You can spend your uh, overflow point on a reroll if you like. How often do those recharge? Uh, those recharge basically any... Uh, ba- I basically hand them out um, if you do something okay. heroic or archetypally your yeah. character. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and I will spend the I'll I'll spend my overflow point. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Reroll that. That brings it up to an eleven. An eleven. Okay. An 11 is enough to pass the test for uh, for continuing success, but not quite enough for the required ability focus. So, you will still make progress, uh, but you will not have fulfilled that requirement. For there. For there. Okay. As Alley Cat continues his investigations, you make it known uh, that he at least has some protection. Reducing the risk of retaliations. That's good. I worry for that boy. Three strength is hard to come by. <clears throat> and then I guess at this point we will switch. Uh, Alley Cat is going to go for perception tracking. Okay. Uh, he doesn't have the spec, but he's got a much better perception than me. All right. Uh, and I'm going to keep up uh, playing the playing the dumb muscle. Awesome. So. Okay, so both those tests technically tendency mean that about an hour has passed. Okay. So we're at an hour and a half. So perception tracking. What would you like to have Alicat roll that or Bandit roll that? Bandit? Bandit has tracking. 
I suppose I should have paid attention to that. Then definitely banned it, because he's better at it. If you can get him a good scent, uh, then see, then he'd be, he'd be pretty good for it. I mean, well, we've got the the instructions we got off some of the silver eyes. Yeah, he could follow that. Maybe something. Can follow the smell of the the silver eye and see the silver eye cream eyeshadow. Cream. Okay. The silver paint. Well, that was pretty good. Ooh, damn. Um, who was that? That's bandits tracking. Woo! Uh, Wowzers. Team. <coughs> 20? Wow. With six on the dragon die and six stunt points. <clears throat> Wowzers. <laughs> Dang. What, so what's Bandit going to do with those six stunt points? Uh, <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, speedy search is not a bad way to go. Yeah. Uh, we'll do speedy search and then... Uh, object of your attention, so plus okay. one to further test to examine or perceive additional aspects of it. Alright. He's got the scent. Yeah. I like it. So that's five. Um, plus one for stay aware. Sure. Uh, have Bandit make a perception test uh, with any focus of his choice, which I assume in this case would be tracking. Tracking. So that's 11, 13, 16. <coughs> All right. Um, I have no extra info to give Bandit, so uh, he will just get a plus one bonus in the next test. Cool. He stays away. Uh, of all the food within arm's reach. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Bandit got a six on that stunt die. Yeah. <clears throat> and then at this point, I guess I'm now playing the heavy to a trash griffin. <coughs> Coming from the streets. Alright. Coming from uh, the bottom. You actually, you, with Bandit six, you actually hit the target threat, the success threshold. Uh, but we still haven't made a correct. intimidation. Still have to make a strength intimidation test. So, uh, Bandit's got a trail that you guys can yeah. follow. He kind of uh, is, he's kind of like, like scurrying along the ground, uh, trying to follow this scent. Uh, which a lot of folks find a little unnerving to see this really weird uh, raccoon crow thing on the ground. Since he's making progress... Every once in a while, I'm going to give him a bit of a sugar cube that I keep from a stash. I like. Sounds good. <laughs> that keeps him on focus. <laughs> <coughs> it's trash grip and spinach. Uh, yeah, so, sweet recommendation. That's what? better. Nice. Seeing such an exotic beast, some folks start to wonder if maybe you're an out of town. 17. All right. Uh, you let some of the muscles just roll out of the road for a minute, and uh, folks get wise. They decide to leave you alone. All mess right. Mess with me if you want. You do not mess with my trash griffin. 
Uh, alley cat, while you guys are out, uh, kind of tugs on your ro- on your cloak to whisper it and says something along the- and uh, tells you that uh, I think they've got a place that they're staying in. Something run down over at the shipyards. Good work. Hmm. There's a lot of them though, so I hope Bandit knows where he's going. I mean, isn't that a face that inspires confidence? <laughs> Alright, so you guys did not fail enough to trigger scene three, so we will skip Street Fighter 2. <laughs> uh, we'll just go straight to scene four. Nicely done. Hey everyone, we hope you're enjoying our campaign so far. Before we get started again, we want to make sure we give some love to the various shows around the D20 Radio Network. This episode, we are featuring The Guardians of the Wills, Star Wars Legends Discussion, a podcast hosted by some serious Star Wars fans and roleplayers devoted to all the Star Wars Legends, non-canon content, and a galaxy far, far away. Each episode is devoted to review and discuss one of the classic books, comics, video games, and other pieces of non-canon Star Wars, which we all love. In the latest episode, The Emperor is Back, and so are Neil and Dustin as they discuss the Tom Veitch comic series, Dark Empire. Are there more parallels to this legend's tale than simply the ones found in, in Episode 8, The Last Jedi? How much of Dark Empire will we potentially see in Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker? Lishan, as Guardian of the Wills, shares their views on the classic Star Wars story. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. You've discovered the meeting place at the Silver Eyes. They're meeting in an old shipyard's warehouse. Uh, a ship currently under construction at the moment. The area seems pretty lively without any gang activity. It's an excellent cover. We see a few folks in cloaks that are marked with a silver eye. This marking, uh, this uh, the marking of the cloak is a bold move, which I've already mentioned. Um, you can't just walk into the meeting. They are likely to going to be checking for a password or for the silver eye shadow. Uh, how do you intend to get in? You have a couple of options. Um, I'll throw a couple of options. You can subdue a gang member for their cloak as a disguise, uh, create a disguise from scratch, uh, find an alternate entrance. So what is the building like? <coughs> uh, it looks like uh, a rundown storehouse that's next to some shipbuilding yards. Okay. Uh, what is it, like two story? Is it? Um, it is fairly wide, kind of, kind of, a, kind of warehouse-ish. Uh, but more, I'd say, but a little bit, uh, I'll say a bit more like a like a very large shack for for tools. Okay. Uh, but it does look like they are. There is a front door that they are using, uh, and they are get, clearly getting stopped to be checked before going in. Um, does it look like they're? Oh, so I guess I want to take a look around as best I can okay. and see if we can find another way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, Alley Cat, Cat will offer to go around the other way. Pincer formation. Be careful. Actual careful. Not pretend careful. Oh. I like pretend careful. I don't want to fight a whole gang. Yeah. yeah. Sure, Mom. Don't do so, that. Don't you take that away from Willow. She's a sweet lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a perception surgeon test to take a look around. 
Bandit will probably not be able to help much with this one because he won't know. Alley what to look cat. Twelve. Uh, twelve is not quite enough. You guys take a look around for a bit, but you don't find anything. Uh, was that alley cat rolling? That was, was alley cat. Okay, go ahead and roll for sunshine too. <laughs> alley cat's better at it. My perception is not awesome. Uh, 13? 13 matches. <laughs> uh, you, in fact, find uh, what looks like uh, an entrance. Kind of, it's almost kind of like a cellar, like a like a storm, like a storm cellar yeah. entrance, but it's a, a, a stone's throw away from the shack itself. Uh, like a small tunnel that looks like it probably heads directly for the shaft. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of old buildings in Placid Hollow often have often hide some secrets. It is a place of trickery, so secret entrances like these are not weird. Well, and if, if it's run down enough, we might be able to just, you know, ear to a rotten floor and mm -hmm. hear what they're saying anyway. So yeah, we will, we will try to take that path. Alright. Um... Alley Cat will eventually meet up with you. Uh, let's see, the pincer, pincer closes, as he lets you know. Um, and you guys head into the tunnel, uh, and very quickly you notice that uh, there was a collapse a little while ago. Probably why this isn't being used. Uh, there is, uh, let's see, the, some of the wooden supports uh, have, let's see, have broken and rocks have tumbled in the way. Um, it will be a strength might test to push the debris aside. I'll give it a shot. <coughs> thirteen. Uh, thirteen is not quite enough. These are it's a, it's it's pretty heavy. Uh, but you think you're not off. You, you do get a little bit of groan from the boards. You think you could probably do it. I'll give it another try, I guess. Hope it doesn't go too bad. <laughs> Alright. You, you get some good leverage for some good lift. Do a little stretching first. Gotta, mm -hmm. gotta stretch. Get them hammies. No pulling anything. Too early in the day to pull stuff. Too early in the investigation. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be lower. That's 12. Alright, you almost pulled a hammy. Ah. So you stop yourself, just in time. And you stretch that a little bit. Uh, Alley Cat kind of takes a look around to make sure that nobody's watching you guys. Coast is still clear. Give it another go. Uh, <laughs> he will offer to help. Absolutely. I'm sure that is that <laughs> little bit will be the perfect help. He is going to offer, uh, so what we're going to be using this for is, or using, uh, another thing from modern age that I like is, uh, um, performing, let's see, assisting on this action is going to be a force multiplier. Okay. Which means that uh, if he succeeds on the test as well, uh, whoever rolls higher will be that'll be considered their roll, and then uh, everybody add their spirit die total. And that's everybody, everybody's helping adds their spirit die total to it. <laughs> he pulls a hammy. I rolled three ones. <laughs> 
He is not going to help you after this one. <laughs> go ahead. He just kind of withers on the ground. See his soul leave his uh, body I'll go for ahead. a moment. You know, spit in my hands, rub them together. <coughs> realize that's kind of gross. Wipe it off, then go at it. Fair enough. Uh, all right, all right, not bad. Hey, that one actually is something. Uh, so that's a sixteen with a six 16. on the dragon die. Oof, that is perfect. Uh, fifteen is what you needed. Uh, with a result of six or more, means that uh, you move the debris aside enough that you do not have to squeeze to move through. I will take a moment and then look down at Alley Cat as he groans in pain. That you were such a big help. Uh, gives you a little thumbs up from the ground. Carry me. <laughs> I will carry you. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gets, uh, <laughs> he gets some uh, light, nib light nibbles uh, from Bandit. You guys. Fine, they're love bites. <laughs> they're love bites. All right. You guys go down. Uh, then see you go down the tunnel uh, and eventually come to another room. <coughs> you start to hear voices, so uh, you guys can make a dexterity stealth test. Uh, you can both roll for this one, uh, and the assist on this one will be called fine tuning. Okay. Uh, so you'll both roll, and you'll use whoever's roll is higher. And whoever's spirit die is higher. Hey. So, uh, Sunshine got a 17 total with right. four and spirit uh, die. Alley Cat rolled a 12. Okay. And what is he? He's got. Uh, I don't think he has stealth, but he has. He's got one dex okay. and does not have a relevant uh, okay. spec. So he got a 13. What was your total? 17. 17. Okay. So, you use your 17. What was your spirit die total? Four. You got a six. So you nice. guys, you guys keep it, you guys keep it quiet. Uh, it's easy for him to sneak when he's being carried. <coughs> uh, the tunnel goes under the floorboards uh, to a basement that it doesn't appear that they have, noted, they have scouted yet. Uh, so you're directly under the meeting. So I will listen as close as I can and try to, if I can get like a view of the floorboards and see what's up. Alright. Uh, the largest person in the room uh, kind of saunters and bounds up to the front. Uh, let's see, to the, like, the front. Ooh, nice breeze in here. Uh, they throw back their hood, and which reveals a very small goblin head. Uh, in this cloak that looks like, the, it looks like almost, like, maybe a foot higher than you do. You, they have a rig. <laughs> they have a rig underneath that is helping them look bigger. Uh, the goblin has silver eyeshadow, uh, like the other gang members, uh, along with numerous piercings in their ears, lips, and brow. Welcome, my fellow seers of the Silver Eye. Today is a day of luck and a bright future for all of you. But first, since you're all here, 
we have a few announcements. Uh, you feel bandit stir on your shoulder. Uh, you see that there is a small family of rats uh, down here in this in this here in this room with you, quietly squeaking as they eat what looked like some baked goods on the floor. Uh, and you feel a little bit of dribble from, let's see, from Bandit, who kind of, I mean, not kind of, absolutely without your permission, but, uh, let's see, it kind of spirals down your body to hungrily start stalking them. Bandit! Get back here! Make me a communication animal handling test, which is, the first one will be very easy because Bandit knows this trick. Heal. The only trick he knows. <laughs> uh, that, however, is a 17. Woo! He kind of... He, he goes back over to you, but, like, like eyes over his shoulder at the... Let's see, at the rats. Not the time! Uh, the, yeah, the goblin up t uh, above continues. Dennis and Faye are proud mothers of their new baby boy, Donnie. A series of polite claps fills the room, along with a few congratulations. And when are you going to bring them? We just got the latest style of silver eye paint from a merchant caravan headed to Convergence. Winnie, great show on that raid. Very clever use of camping gear. The clapping resumes and fades. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Um... One of the uh, another rat comes out from one of the the Warren holes dug uh, and brings several tiny rats, let's see, baby rats, which Bandit then. Don't you dare! Those baby rats are so cute. I mean, don't do it. Make me another communication animal handling test. <laughs> Seventeen again. Yeah. All right. He is still behaved for the moment. Uh... Finally, I know the biscuits are great for these meetings, but if you don't pitch in for the cost of the snacks, please do not take them. It's just a silver a month. A bit to ask, I know, but snacks aren't free for anyone. If we find out who is snatching them, we'll take your fingers. She points at the crowd with emphasis. Then continues. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you happen to notice uh, at that fairly opportune moment, uh, something uh, something small falls b below the floorboards, uh, attracting a few more rats out of the warrens. Uh, it appears to be another biscuit. Bandit's eyes hungrily watch the biscuit hit the floor. And it's now surrounded by juicy rats who are all slowly becoming biscuit-filled rats. Go ahead and make me another communication animal handling test as he starts he starts to creep. By the love sweet <coughs> dove, stay put. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> what do we got? That's a six. Uh... Bandit, see, uh, Bandit Quincy. <laughs> I'm enjoying this far too much right now. Uh, Bandit snatches, uh, snatches one of the adult rats because they're a little closer. 
uh, uh, and begins to loudly swallow it. Um, okay, you don't notice a reaction from above just yet, but a couple of folks do kind of like look around and like, what is that? What is, that noise is gross. They continue downstairs. Now to the business at hand. Our gang, the Silver Eyes, is a small group. We only had 60 members this past month while the leading gangs have hundreds of members and plenty of resources and connections to keep us down. But today, I'm here to tell you all we have something they don't. Tell them what you saw, Seer Glaith. A feminine voice comes out from one of the hoods. Yes, Seer Phil. Uh, <laughs> at the end of this round, uh, coming out of the Warrens is a very plump rat. Uh, let's go ahead and see that, uh, goes over and starts helping itself to the biscuits as well. Uh, and Bandit sees this rat, actually spits out the rat that he was just, that he was just swallowing, which scurries back into the Warrens. <laughs> Making a communication animal handling test to command him to heal. Twelve? Twelve is enough. Twelve is just enough. Bandit contains himself for now. is uh, the hooded individual speaks up. I have seen the elements move like rivers and gusts, but yesterday I saw something different. I foresaw a blast, an assertion of elemental energy like something breaking through from the world of the prismatic beyond. I'm not sure what is breaking in, but I am sure whatever it is, it has great power and a desire to use it. In in places of great power, there are surely things or creatures of great power. The goblin seer Thil continues for Glaive. They may be persuaded to our cause, or we may be able to claim some power over the element of water. This power is as great as it, may, as it sounds. It may grant us some complete some control, or even complete control over the bay, easing, easing into Placid Hollow. Think, my friends, of what power the Silver Eye could wield if we control who goes and who stays in Placid Hollow. Uh, <laughs> on this round, another biscuit falls uh, that the big rat immediately snatches up. <coughs> Bandit's drool is audibly hitting the floor. Uh, make me another communication animal handling test. Wait 15 goddamn seconds and you can eat all the rats you want. Alright, alright. Not bad. What you got? It's an 11. 11 is enough. 11 hits it on the nose. Because of the sugar cubes. Because of the sugar cubes. Let's see. The gang members look around the room and nod, uh, an excitement filling the crowd. We shall take our place among the gangs of Placid Hollow. 
If this goes very well, we may well control Placid Hollow and its riches. I need volunteers for this mission. Whoever has the courage, stand, please. A dozen or so members stand up, raising weapons and clenching fists, ready for some action, ready for some action to change their fortunes. With an emphatic. Seer Glaith looks away from the crowd, seemingly lost in thought. Uh, upon hearing that huzzah, several of the rats uh, instinctively scatter. Uh, the fat one, however, is having trouble getting back into the hole. It is an easy target. And Bandit is very hungry. Make me another communication animal handling test. As he uh, rears down to pounce. You know better, <coughs> my sweet boy. Don't do this. <laughs> Ooh. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a ten. <coughs> I think he's got a rat snack. A ten is not quite <laughs> enough. Uh, he rushes over and grabs the rat snack. Uh, <laughs> the rat has a has a nice deep squeak, uh, which it is getting a bit rowdy upstairs. So not a lot of folks hear it, but folks do hear what sounds like a little scuffle happening. However, they continue. My sight tells me that it will be taking place somewhere near Greengroves, the resort town near Convergence, she sa uh, says Seer Glaith, somewhat distantly. Seer Phil nods and smiles. We leave tomorrow, my friends. Tomorrow the seas may bend to us, or we may simply sneak away with riches and make the other gangs beg our attentions. The gang members begin to file out of the meeting with a large group approaching the Seers for further instruction. You think you've heard everything? What do you do now? I will attempt to grab Bandit and get him out of here. Okay. I will He's, uh... not try to wrestle the rat away from him. Okay. Bandit is not succeeding very well in swallowing this rat. <coughs> if you check, if you choke to death, it serves you right. <laughs> Come on, you drooling idiot. <laughs> You succeed at scene four without getting caught, uh, which means that you are able to uh, escape back into the streets. Uh, just as you suspected, a couple of minutes later, the Silver Eye gang members begin to file toward the docks. They confidently approach a few ships and begin bartering for passage to Green Groves. What do you do? Uh, I want to go back and let tiger know what's going on okay and then ideally <coughs> try to get out tonight because if they're not leaving till the morning i want a head start mm-hmm okay but i know that i know that willow would not be able to sleep if she didn't know where i was headed so Green Groves, that sounds so lovely. Goodness, we could all use a vacation, couldn't we? Yeah, it's apparently resort town. But, uh... It's a fair ways to go. It's at least a ride, at least a day's ride on a caravan or a boat. Hmm, maybe a little less than a boat. Yeah, but, uh, if there is something there to find, I'd rather... The Silver Eyes not be the one to find it. 
How much did you tell them about uh, what you heard? I will tell them most of it. Um, Not necessarily specifics, but basically, like, something is going on. Because basically, I didn't understand a lot of the, like, elemental stuff. So it's basically just like, maybe there's going to be a weird magic-y score here. That was what Ellie Cat's impression was. I want to beat him. And then I will basically, I will take Ellie Cat aside. And then... Mm-hmm. We will have a conversation, the thrust of which is... So when are we going? I don't think we should both go. I Right. I, we I, should bring the whole den with us. No, see, that doesn't seem like a great idea either, oh, because, okay. I then mean... we'll leave Sky. Willow can keep us safe. And we should leave Tiger, because he'll worry too much. I've got a plan instead. Okay, let's hear it. Now, we gotta move quick, so we gotta have as few people as possible, right? Yeah. Okay, so, I'll go, and Bandit can go, because he can fly on his own. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even count. Yeah. Right? But, you see, we also have to worry about keeping the rest of the den safe, right? Yeah, that's what Tiger and Willow are here for. Well, but here's the thing. Yeah. Now, Willow, she's got a good heart. Everybody knows that, mm-hmm. right? And Tiger, he's strong, so leaving me, that don't matter, because Tiger's strong, and all I really bring to the table is strong. But who's as smart as you, right? Well, somebody's got to well, be... Somebody, well, nobody. Somebody's got to be the brains here in the den, right? Can't leave it without the brains. That's too important. So uh, tell you what, I will mm-hmm. be your agent as the brains. I'll be your muscle to go and take care of this. All right. Don't I'll, you worry about it. I want you to make me a communication <laughs> persuasion test with a plus three bonus, because that's that's exactly what he wants to hear. <laughs> uh, He's already predisposed to listening to you in the first place, so the target number's not super high. 17 with a five Woo! on the dragon die. All right, you blew it out of the water. <laughs> he puts his hand on your shoulder. Agent Sunshine, I have full confidence in you. Chief, Chief Alicat. Hoo-ah. Uh, and it's, uh, going through my notes, I actually forgot, uh, a quick thing that, I, I, admittedly, I did add at the last minute because I wanted to make sure that you were getting something, uh, extra. You guys did find a gnome skeleton on the way back out. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yes, uh, an old body of a gnome pirate captain who still has two uh, what look like glowing bottles in his pa- in, in an erotic pouch. Uh, the bottles look a little fizzy, mm. uh, with a light with a sky blue liquid inside. Hmm. You won't know what they do unless you drink them, uh, or take them to somebody who can identify them. I'm sure I'll meet someone smart <clears throat> at some point. Mm-hmm. Identifying magic items is actually a little tricky. It is uh, it is a profession. Interesting. More or less. Yeah, I'll Not, pocket uh, them and take them along the way. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Agent Sunshine, let's see, your first mission from Chief Alley Cat to beat the Silver Eyes of their own game. You're gonna, you're gonna say, 
Your mission is to, if you should you choose to accept it, which I suspect you will, because you're the best. You go to, go to Green Hunt, go to Green Groves, and snatch whatever it is they're gonna snatch first. I'm on it. He puffs out his little chest. He's so proud. He's so excited. He keeps saying it to himself, Chief Alligan. Yeah. Chief Alligan. <laughs> kind of like testing it out. And... What are you whispering to yourself? Willow asks. Nothing. You I'm got... sure I won't pay for this later. <clears throat> Tiger comes over to you and crosses his arms expectantly. Going somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can't get a ride out tonight one way or the other. They're not leaving till the morning. Gives me half a day's advantage. And I'll travel quicker on my own. Hopefully get there, find out whatever's going on, if it is anything at all, and if it's worth snatching, take it before they do. He considers it for a bit. Uh, and he puts his big hands on your shoulders and make it real quick. Do my best. You'll fly the coop eventually. Didn't know it was going to be with a heist with you. Well, we don't know it's stealing. Maybe it's a, a giveaway. Magic loves giveaways. You be very careful. You got some of that magic stuff. I promise. Uh, just so you know, Willow didn't seem to know quite sure what to make of all of it. Just that clearly magic was afoot, if the elements were being mentioned. Yeah. <coughs> uh, and she does not quite have a seeing gift uh, so much as a, a gift of uh, the element of life. Mm -hmm. uh, and before I leave, uh, I will go to the little uh, corner that I have painted a mural, mm -hmm. uh, kiss two fingers, and then put them on the mural before I go. Nice. 100% her attempt to have an altar to death. Nice. Everybody's got what they need. So, uh, how are you going to secure passage? Uh, figure a small boat's probably going to be easiest. Um, and most likely to move at night. Because I doubt I can get a caravan ride out at night. <coughs> Might be able to catch both. Uh, there... You can actually find uh, a caravan ride out at night. Specifically because the caravan doesn't want to be seen leaving Placid Hollow. Uh, we'll make sure that... But they are going to Greengroves, and making sure that they aren't seen leaving Placid Hollow sure makes them a lot more legit. In that, in that case, that sounds like a great option. Uh, you can also find passage on a boat. Uh... Ultimately, it's uh, your choice. Given the choice, Sunshine would very much prefer not water. <laughs> Fair enough. So. <laughs> she is an excellent swimmer, but that doesn't mean she likes it. You do find uh, a dwarf who is uh, about who's going to go do some trading in, Pla it's in Green Grove, uh, specifically for some fresh produce. Um. He's a little worried about bringing extra folks from Placid Hollow. Um, 
but he is willing to take an extra person on for 40 silvers. You, you can make a communication bargaining test to try and get the price down. I'll try to barter him down. How much money you got? I got 29. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I only have four. <clears throat> it's a rough one. I'm poor. Oof. Probably not. That's a ten. He will not budge on his price. I guess I will relent and see if I can find a boat. Alright. Um, make me a quick intelligence test. Just straight intelligence. Joy of joys. <laughs> uh, actually, that is amazing. Uh, fifteen. Alright. <laughs> um, it does occur to you that, um... Turns out you didn't need her help much today. Uh, let's see, for your current investigation, for your previous investigation, it might not be bad to go to Meg for some help. Because she does know the kids at the den. Uh, and she has and she has served you drinks, quote-unquote, before. Yeah, I mean, she's much more in the know than I am. Makes sense. I Yeah, for lack of better options, I guess I can head there and see if I can <coughs> at right. least get an idea from her. Fair enough. Uh, you go back and you grab her attention. Uh, she gestures from behind the bar for you to kind of have a seat on the bar. Can I get you anything to drink, huh? Light stuff, of course. Uh. <clears throat> now... If you're offering, um, I could use something, but what I'm really looking for is a little help if you got it to offer. She pours you some uh, grapefruit juice. Um, she knows that you're one of the oldest kids in the bunch, so she does give it uh, a quick shot of something else. That's kind of You don't have to finish it. And she rolls it across the table to you. Yeah, and I will basically lay out with her with... Uh, <laughs> One of the gangs is going after something up in Green Grove, which I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it'd probably be better for everybody if they didn't get it. So I was hoping to beat them, but getting there is the first problem. That's quite a claim. say you sat in on one of their meetings? Listened in. Fair enough. Hmm. I think I might be able to help with something. Let's see. Uh, I know, let's see. I do know this... Let's see. I do know this captain. He's planning on making a, a quick trip to Green Groves and he owes me a favor. She makes a perception empathy test and she sees you look a little worried. Are you okay with the boat? I mean, they ain't my favorite, uh, but any port in a storm, as they say. I sure appreciate the help, you know. I'll just let Tiger know that y'all owe me one. 
Uh, she'll grab a, a little slip of paper, let's see, and pen something on it. Uh, go find this captain. Tell him Meg sent you. Let's see, and that you need a ride to you need a ride to the resort. Thanks, Meg. Hey, Pete. Be careful, okay? You break my heart if any of you kids get hurt. You're not taking any of the kids with you, are you? No. Fair enough. She looks, she thinks about something and decides to ask it anyway. How's Tiger doing these days? Not bad. You know, he's keeping everything together. Does he seem happy? Okay. She gives a warm smile that you have a feeling there's a bit more behind it. You need to be careful. Thanks. Do you need any potions? I think you probably helped me enough. Alright. You be careful. And enjoy yourself. Green Grove's a pretty place. That might be nice for a change of scenery, if nothing else. <coughs> Go ahead and bounce and try to find this Mr. Captain. She does sell uh, minor life potions for 15 silvers a pop, if you'd like to buy one. She has limited supply. Uh, she buys a couple and sells them somewhat at cost so people don't have to go to file secrets. Because it's dangerous. She doesn't, she doesn't She doesn't. seem to care much for the proprietor of file secrets. I don't blame her. But, nah. I don't want to take advantage of her kindness when she's already helped me out. So. Alright. So she will get you to... Uh, let's see. She gets you uh, to a gnome captain uh, with uh, six feathers in his cap. Meg sent you! Yeah. Mm, man, I knew this was going to come in eventually. All right. <coughs> uh, don't mind the noise. Uh, the steam engine's new. Uh, you hop on this. Let's see. You hop on his boat, which has a very large uh, steam. It has a very large uh, steam-powered engine. <coughs> actually, uh, steam is not the engine. Steam is not what they use. They're actually instead of steampunk, they're more of a, an, ele uh, an electropunk. So it is actually powered by a loudly humming generator that just kind of hums malignantly under the deck. I'm sure this is super safe. Everything. Safe? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Everything. Got awesome. your gnome guarantee. That's, uh, that's renovations. It's important to stay up to date. Oh, uh, watch these wires over here. Step over. Come, on. come on. Gosh darn it, I am not saying I'm not gonna be getting on Meg's bad side, you get on this boat. Hey, I'm 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 coming up. Thank you. <coughs> you watch them cuts. Don't cut the wires. <sighs> yeah, boss. Alright, you get on this tree. I'm you get holding <laughs> Bandit very tightly. He is at the same time kind of 
holding on to you, <laughs> holding on to your clothes with his little raccoon hands. <coughs> I assume he's kind of got the little hands. Oh gosh, there he is. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh gosh. Oh wow. Yeah, we got. Been drawing while this has been going on. We got some. We got some character art. It's 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 very good. All right. You guys get out on the. Ooh, you know what? Hang on. Yeah. No accidental explosions today. <coughs> Goodness, pardon me. All right. So you are not charged for the ride. And then, let's see, you took passage by sea, so I will read this passage. After a single day and night on the sea, uh, you begin to notice strange obelisks of white and blue stone. These pillars stand in the ocean like sentinels weeping a strange mist that does not move in the wind or disappear under the noonday sun. The ocean waves beneath these pillars of stone cause the mist to ripple like the surface of the sea, as if the sea itself creeped up the sides of these structures unbound by gravity. As the ship comes closer and closer to green groves, you see more of them, you see more of them dotting the horizon. Your ship has to maneuver around them with care, unsure if they touch the ocean floor or are bigger uh, beneath the waves. As your ship's pace begins to crawl, you see green groves in the distance. Hey, Captain? Hmm? This, uh... This normal? Uh, sometimes normal. They're not usually this many of them. You watch it. Ooh. Oh, gosh. As the ship comes closer to Green Groves, uh, you finally come around the corner. Uh, so you come around the corner of the Gulf, uh, and in the distance, the idyllic town and its two gleaming resort towers don't hold your attention for long, uh, as there is a strange wonder looming on its coast. The ocean rises like a hill, and atop this hill of rushing seawater is a keep, made of the same white and blue mist-weeping stone as the obelisks in the water. Your ship gives the keep and its seawater hill a wide berth, landing the docks of the resort town while its crew uh, makes prayers to Ao Xion uh, that the ocean and its spirits don't punish them for anything. <coughs> and is uh. And they recommend that uh, if there's this much water about, keep those keep those wires live. They might need them. Is the ocean castle normal? Um. Well, not maybe not so much. Uh, haven't haven't been here in a while. You know, maybe they did some renovations. Okay. We all do some renovations once in a while, don't we? Um, uh, <clears throat> I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go visit a temple. Uh, give me just a minute. Thanks for the ride. As the ship lands, uh, you see your chance to rush to the keep. I will take it. I mean, I'm... Would you like to approach by land, where you can see that a large white drawbridge has been extended to a bluff that goes out over the ocean, that the water seems to have risen the keep up to the level of? 
or would you like to snag one of the lifeboats to approach the water, approach it by sea? Because it looks like the hill of seawater actually has a current that goes up the hill. Uh, would you like to search for an alternate entrance, or I take the drawbridge? I think I'm just like, it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> One of them definitely looks a little riskier than the other. Well, my I was gonna just rather than try to steal a boat, I was just gonna swim it. Oh, all right. <laughs> it you is never a con- go in the front it is, door. It is oh, constitution swimming. That is placid hollow <laughs> rule number one. <laughs> never go in the front door. You may see a couple of people going in the front door. Probably not from this distance, but there might already be some people going in the front door. Who knows? You know, stuff's going down. Ooh. <coughs> uh, it's a 14, 6 on the dragon die if it matters. Alright. What was your total? 14. Not bad. A 6 on the, on the stun die? Yep. Stun die, dragon die, spirit die. Eh. Relevant. Stunt Re- die Relevant of die. Fashion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 14 is plenty uh, to keep some good form and approach. Um, you notice rather quickly that as you start to get closer to the sea hill, uh, that there is a current that is pulling you upwards. Uh, with your six, uh, was it, on the spirit yeah. die? Um, you managed to keep your head above water the whole time. Which, which which you find is tricky, as the water is kind of trying to pull you down, too. It's a weird direction. Yeah, it almost looks like it's kind of like going up and then cycling down the middle of the hill and swooping back out. <coughs> but, uh, you do manage to find, uh... Uh, let's see, actually a secret dock on the back. Um, that there are a couple, uh, that there is uh, two boats moored to it, uh, kind of getting tossed a bit by the cur- by the weird currents, one of which, uh, one of the lines is broken. That's probably already lost a boat. Uh, but these boats also look very old. No one has used them in a long time. You feel fairly confident that this, is, that this entrance is pretty much yours. Perfect. Um... The mist that is weeping off of this keep uh, uh, almost feels a little thick. Almost like just kind of sticking your hand into the water, into the sea. Uh, but you pull yourself up, uh, shake yourself up, on, and uh, there is, let's see, there is a, a door of white and blue marble. Open doors and invitation. wooden sounding door, but you have completed your prologue. <coughs> you get a thousand experience. Nice. I don't know what that means. Cool. Mm-hmm. And surely, only good things will happen after this. Surely. I 
I probably might even run into a lovable group of misfits. <laughs> Who can say? Who can say, really? As we close our show, we want to give a big shout-out and thank you to the folks at Sirenscape for the sounds you heard on our show. The Sirenscape app creates these gorgeous sound sets in real time, and you never get the same sounds twice. Download it now, and you get 10 free sound sets without paying a silver or even creating a login. Check out Sirenscape, friends, because your epic games need epic sound. Thank you for listening to the Trail of the Intruder Campaign, part of the Adventure Game Interest Series.